0: Red carpet and hang with the stars. Going upstream with with Bart and Liz Calloway show. Talk
1: ninety four point five. All right, Liz and Javi off. Uh, good luck to Javi, of course. We've got uh, this guy here. It's Jerome Hudson. Hey, how you doing?
0: Oh, I'm fantastic,
1: Nick. Well, fantastic. Good. I'm happy. Was I, was I in uh, I can't remember, was I in last Thursday or Tuesday You no, were not, I was not and
0: I'm wondering That's if you right. still have your KISS paint on.
1: No, <laughs> no, I did not get dressed up like Gene Simmons from KISS, but we did I didn't have an opportunity to spend some time in that iconic studio, Electric Lady Studios in uh, New York, and wow, that was really impressive. It was a good time. My wife and I had, I had a blast. So it was very nice. Thanks for
0: asking. You're 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 a lifelong KISS fan.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I was like 10 and it was like the biggest thing in the world to me at the time. So, and then however
0: many years later, here I am. So, no, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. I, I, thanks for asking. I spent, I had a good weekend. I, <laughs> I, I was in Cleveland.
1: What are you doing in Cleveland? <laughs> Nobody goes to Cleveland on purpose.
0: This is, this is so great because I landed Thursday morning uh-huh. yeah, I, and I left after my Jaguars lost just brutal game to the Browns on Monday morning, it was snowing. It was like high fifties Friday and Saturday and nobody could believe it. They were like, thanks for bringing the warm weather from (laughs) Florida. And I, I I really think it's one of America's most underrated cities. I had a blast. The food was amazing. I went to little Italy, uh, uh, Willoughby, which is just kind of like a, a a neighborhood stuck in nineteen sixties. It's amazing. um, but I was all over the place, and uh, my coworker uh lives up there, lifelong Cleveland citizen, and she was right. She sold me she was like, you're going to have a blast, and I did.
1: Nice. Did you go to the I Rock did. and Roll Hall of Fame?
0: I drove by it several times. I just uh, never actually made it in. No.
1: Okay. All right. I'd like to go uh, one day just to see. Uh,
0: you should. Yeah. You should. Take, yeah. take the family. I oh. think you'll have a good time.
1: Thank you, kind sir. So uh we, we get the email a little uh, update from you, Breitbart News Entertainment Editor Jerome Hudson, upstream with Breitbart. And uh I like how it just starts when you've lost Dr. Phil, Bill Maher, <laughs> and SNL. <laughs> so I'll let you take it from there. Uh,
0: no, I implore um the audience to Check out our reportage of Dr. Phil, who you know is is a pretty traditional guy. I mean, if you've ever watched a show, I guess, or seen him in a long form interview, he's no nonsense. And it wasn't really a long limb for him to go out on. After you, you know, you see the presidents of Harvard and MIT and Penn fail to answer basic questions, in which about I think ninety nine percent of sensible people would say yeah you know calling for genocide is not good speech you know what i mean it's not a question of whether or not people on campus have a right to chant such awful things but that type of vile language yeah it should it should be roundly condemned uh and they weren't actually able to do that And dr phil i mean it's just a five minute undressing uh just 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 stellar stuff from Dr. Phil. And it's not it's not so much that he excoriates the presidents of these, you know, once prestigious institutions. Dr. Phil calls out the culture on college campuses. What 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 parents are sending their children, many of them to the tune of tens of thousands of dollars per semester to be indoctrinated. It, it is they their brains it are, when they come out, I actually wrote about this in the intro to my first book, you know, you're, 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 you're basically programmed, uh, to not think critically. And they, they sort of mold and push you into, into questioning and berating those who do think critically. Um, and it's an intellectual meat grinder. And so for somebody like, Dr. Phil to come out and say that. I mean, he's a household name. Bill Maher has been an open leftist, uh, a flagrant uh atheist for many decades. But he I I mean it's too far to say Bill Maher's been red pilled, but yeah, I mean he's he's kind of an old school guy. He's a libertine socially and yeah, he's like the people who read the New York Times and were educated at Harvard uh, you know, had, had no idea, uh, that these institutions are, are, are raising up these kids who can't even denounce genocide. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, I, it's, I, it's, it's, it's good common sense stuff.
1: And what's interesting to me is we go back to that, that, I, I don't know, it wasn't really a, a house hearing. It was like a subcommittee thing, whatever it was. And then you, then you get one of them the I can't remember which one it was, McGill, the next day releases this goofy statement and makes it worse.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hostage videos often don't (laughs) turn out well for you. Thank you. That's Uh, the perfect way to describe it. Yes. (laughs) So, you know, uh, that, that is, that is the former now president of, of, of Penn. Um, it was a great Hanukkah gift. I mean, look, I, I guess, uh, what was it? Martial Gay at the at Harvard will survive. All the the alumni are coming out and faculty are coming out to defend her. Um but even like Bill Ackerman, right? Super billionaire. Like one of those dudes who has so many billions, you'll never be able to spend it, um, has sort of teased a presidential run for decades. Bill Ackerman coming out and saying that the the president of Harvard is a DEI hire yeah. is I mean, that puts him in the crosshairs. I don't think he cares. Uh, But that is a notch up. I mean, that is a step up. I mean, we're talking about culture shift here, Mm -hmm. right? Super billionaire, you know, Wolf of Wall Street, iconic investor Bill Ackerman, you know, not only, you know, lambasting a a Harvard president who failed to to call out anti-Semitism on her own campus, but to say that she is in that role basically because a handful of people wanted to check a racial box is incredible and now we we it's being reported that that she's just plagiarized her way i mean she pulled an elizabeth warren oh yeah maybe worse yeah (laughs) yeah i (laughs) read that plagiarized her way all the way to the top so it you know it's, it's like affirmative action is pretty horrible in all instances and to say that you know, because you happen to be born with with brown skin and you're a woman, uh, yeah, that, that puts you over the edge. I mean, it should be a position that you attain at being president of Harvard because of your merit and your merit alone. But that is not the decision apparently that was made, um, and it just it just doesn't bode well for the crowd, you know, who wants to include racial. Uh, Bias to defeat racial bias, as illogical as that is, for her to actually be a plagiarist, just like Joe Biden. And, uh, you know, I, I guess Elizabeth Warren lied several times on state applications, claiming to be an ethnic minority when she knows good and well those cheekbones just weren't big enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, and what's funny to me is the mainstream media never called her out on the hypocrisy of it all because you know darn well if somebody else on the other side would have pulled this, oh, I don't know, like a Santos.
0: It's weird because, like, the Elizabeth Warren thing kind of came before it was in vogue to hate white women. Now, of course, she's a Democrat senator from Massachusetts, so her politics are right. But it seemed like the people who wanted to hang everyone named Karen from a tree yeah. uh like didn't care about politics. You know what I mean? As long as you're a white woman seemingly irate in public, uh, you could be tarred and feathered. Uh but no, I, I mean I I I would I would disagree with you just a little bit. I mean the Washington Post, I remember in USA Today, sorta of scathed Elizabeth Warren, the Boston newspapers as well. I mean, because it was so flagrant, you know what I mean? Just like decades of just like well, lying and claiming.
1: There was criticism, uh, I'll give you that, but it wasn't on an endless loop. Like, it tends to be when it's somebody on the conservative side of the spectrum who does something that might even be remotely not close.
0: And, I guess I'm so cynical that I'll just take a little bit of ink spilled in mainstream papers. I, I, I'm. I was going to say that I was a word that rhymes with duck, but I caught myself.
1: (laughs) Thank you for that. And the FCC also thanks you. Hey, what's going on? uh,
0: Go ahead. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. No, this is your show and you're, you're the host.
1: No, not, no, not really. I'm going off the topics you sent me. I did do a little research. No, I did some research. SNL. What is this deal with this chick? Who's not, she was going to play Elise Stefanik and now she's not again. What's who pulled the plug on that?
0: I was literally going to segue, but you did, it. you did it so beautifully. Oh, thank you. Well, you have the job. Uh, Sicily <laughs> Strong was on Saturday Night Live for about a dozen years. Uh, audience, you're forgiven if you, A, haven't watched Saturday Night Live in that time span, B, have never heard of Cicely Strong, and C, you're also forgiven if you don't care about this next topic. Uh, because Saturday Night Live hasn't been relevant for at least two decades. Uh, But anyway, this woman left the show last December, and she was supposed to make, you know, her her debut. I mean, she was on the show for a long time. She was supposed to play the role of Congressman Elise Stefanik, who did about the best job of actually calling out and exposing the Ivy League president who failed to uh, condemn anti-Semitism. But Cicely Strong backed out at the last minute. We don't really know why Nick, I mean the only and it's all like unnamed sources speaking so it's like you know mediaaries but I guess we can take their word for it. Apparently she was uh, uncomfortable with the sketch uh like like Saturday Night Live is actually funny. Most of the episode was actually funny uh for the first time in years. Mm. And they did it by uh, you know, again, going out on a very short limb and sort of lampooning and lambasting Ivy League presidents. Like, these people are supposed to be the representation, the faces of some of the smartest intellectuals on the planet. And they could not have looked dumber. And SNL was like, okay, yeah, let's lampoon them. They do it. And now the left is enraged. Cicely Strong couldn't bring herself to, <laughs> to do the freaking sketch. And, um, yeah, that's what you get. I mean, that's why the left, I think, in the long run, will, like, just lose all kinds of power. The, these Ivy Leagues are having tens, and, it, you know, University of Pennsylvania, $100 million sucked out of them, because they're all crazy. I almost said uh, flying deaf uh, rodent. Flying deaf But I... Rodent? Yeah, <laughs> poop prison. I caught I, myself again. No, like, I got
1: it. That was really
0: good. I like, that was. I, I, that, I almost uh, did it. I, was, I haven't but, had my coffee yet. But, but they're. That they're was all creative. Crazy. I liked it. Good job. No, they're all crazy. It's like SNL can't even be funny making jokes about a thing that eighty percent of the room. Is, you know, if you, if you, after you finish shaking your head at these university presidents, you laugh at them because that's how stupid they are. SNL can't be funny lamb lambasting the left. I mean, the left is just gonna like. I, I hope this happens. You know what I mean? I'll just speak it into existence. You keep, they're they're humorless. They're they're nakedly humorless. It reminds, they don't know how to go ahead. Well, I was I was gonna say they don't know how to govern, uh, and that's not Jerome Hudson, editor of Entertainment at Breitbart, saying it. That's every freaking poll imaginable. People have lost faith in the American dream. Now, uh, Wall Street Journal reported yesterday, you can't even purchase the thing that symbolized it, it, empirically the American dream—a home. So they can't govern. They don't know how to laugh at themselves. Uh, I mean, it's just that's the left, and 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 you send your child to an institution like Harvard's faculty is ninety-eight percent liberal. Like that's the furthest thing away from like diversity. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a it's a literal re education camp.
1: Well, it reminded me ah. of if and I know that you pay attention to social media. It reminded me of the <laughs> phrase the left
0: can't meme. <laughs> and that's true. Uh, that that's what happened. I mean yeah. it became a meme. It was it was a bad week for the left. We used to celebrate bad weeks for the left because they felt like they were so and far in between but they they seem to be stacking up now here I, I can't believe how badly joe biden is losing to donald trump in all these swing states i mean i know it'll tighten once they convict him a couple times more and we get closer <laughs> to election day but for right now like like he, he, like he's losing in michigan and pennsylvania and, oh yeah. and like Hyde in Wisconsin, which has to have liberals peeing their pants.
1: Oh, definitely. Trust me. Uh, hey, by the way, I got a great Christmas gift idea for you. Yes. Uh, there's uh, these this these books that are out. Uh, you should check these out. Oh, these God. Great Christmas gifts. 50 things they don't want you to know. And 50 They're so things cheap on Amazon. <laughs> they don't want you to know about Trump.
0: <laughs> Buy several copies. They're yes. aging well. Nick, I appreciate it. Um people still to this day come up to me or email me or DM me about just how much they learn and I'm I'm glad that I could bless the world and I'm also glad that I could be on this show.
1: Thank you, sir. We're out of time. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great week.
0: God, God bless you. Give my best to
1: live. I will. Jerome Hudson.